0: Hey guys, you're listening to Winging It with Holly. In this podcast series, I'll be sharing the fun and interesting things I've learned about birds since I started really noticing them five years ago. I'm no expert though, so along the way I'll be picking the brains of my knowledgeable birdie friends, the human ones that is, so we can learn and wing it together. You can see birds anywhere, in a city or the countryside, watching from a balcony or your local park. And I'm hoping these short episodes will help you notice and learn more about our feathered friends, especially if you have never taken the time to get to know them before. Back in June, I spent four weeks living on a remote nature reserve in the Highlands of Scotland for my work sabbatical, where I monitored one of our rarest birds of prey, the hen harrier. Everyone kept asking what exactly I was doing and what it entailed, so I recorded this episode to explain. I kept being asked by people if I was going to record something uh, whilst up here in Scotland doing my sabbatical so I just thought I'd give it a crack and if it's worth publishing I will (laughs) Um, but yeah just I guess uh, an opportunity really just to sort of uh, tell people what I've been what I've been doing for the last four weeks uh, well three four weeks and why I've been doing it just in case it's of interest to anybody so I as I've mentioned before I work for a nature conservation charity and after five years of working there every five years you're given the opportunity to do a sabbatical which at least in this context means you get the opportunity to spend up to four weeks so it could be one week or it could be two three four weeks sort of spending time working on something to do with conservation but it doesn't necessarily have to to be to do with or relate to the role that you do on a day-to-day basis and it can also doesn't have to be within the organization you could as long as it relates to nature conservation I think pretty much oh big b um you can sort of take your experience anywhere really. I decided to live and work on one of our nature reserves pretty much as far away from my hometown as possible and that's purely just because I wanted a really different experience from uh, my My regular life, basically. So, uh, considering I'm from the uh, the south coast and I live in Brighton, I've I travelled up to the Highlands of Scotland, and I'm really, really so far high up that uh, (laughs) yeah, I I pretty much couldn't have travelled further on on the mainland at least. Yes, I I realise that there is also Orkney in the Shetland Islands, but I've uh, certainly on the mainland I've pretty much gone as far away as possible uh yeah and like I said that was just to get a slightly different experience and I also had to travel here by train because one of uh, essentially the rules is that we're not allowed uh, we have to travel here as uh, environmentally friendly as possible so flying up to Inverness was not an option basically so I I got four trains from uh, Brighton to London, London to Edinburgh, Edinburgh to Inverness, and Inverness to where I am now. I'm pretty much in the middle of nowhere, it's a very remote nature reserve, and um, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, it's (laughs) been pretty, pretty fantastic actually, it is very different to my normal life the last three, four weeks, so at least I can tick that box and I've... (laughs) of uh yeah that's been really good so yeah what am i doing up here i have been tasked with monitoring and surveying a bird of prey that we have here in the uk called a hen harrier well hen harriers i've been essentially looking out for hen harriers and what are hen harriers you might ask they are a bird of prey that we get here in the uk but they are incredibly rare which I'll, I'll sort of explain as best i can in a minute um as to why basically they're really really in trouble and it's really important that we have an understanding of how they are doing whether they're breeding where they're breeding and basically keep an eye on them and make sure they are essentially doing okay so i'll um yeah i'll try and (laughs) go into a bit more detail about that in a minute but what do they look like so they are a similar size to buzzards um so they're quite quite big birds of prey but they have a slightly more in terms of their shape whereas buzzards have a slightly more fanned out tail i'm finding that to my eyes at least (laughs) uh, hen harriers have a slightly more streamlined tail so a a slightly kind of longer more narrow tail not quite so fanned out that's at least what I'm seeing Um, females look uh, have a similar colouring to buzzards as well which is which can get a little bit confusing because we have there are buzzards up here so that's usually the, the one kind of like oh am I you know am i looking at a buzzard or am i looking at a henaria a female so but they they you know when you study pictures of them the females they are different they just they're they're quite sort of brown and white speckled underneath at least and the key thing to identify them to set them apart from buzzards is that they have a uh a very clear white ring around the sort of top of their tail which I can't normally see unless I get a, a good glance at the tops of their bodies so obviously when you're watching birds of prey that's not always the easiest uh, <laughs> angle to see because you're more likely to see them from below but yeah so females they have this white ring around their tail which buzzards don't have but uh, something that is very I think unique to Harry is at least is that the male is very easy to identify he is a sort of he he doesn't look like the female at all really aside from the shape the males are a sort of pale blue kind of a little bit silvery no not silvery but like yeah a pale pale blue and or sometimes almost white to the eye but no do i think that No, probably not. Basically, (laughs) very pale blue. And they have black uh, tips on the ends of their wings. I think they also have this white ring around the tops of their tail as well. So hen harriers are ground nesting, which makes them, I think, also quite unique in terms of nesting behaviors of birds of prey. They, so that means they literally, they build their nests on the ground. They aren't in trees or hedges or things uh, so i guess that is something that makes them slightly more vulnerable to predators because you know if a fox were to stumble upon the nest on the ground that wouldn't be a good thing yeah so they so yeah these big birds that uh, nest on the ground they uh, they eat small birds and mammals Uh, they also in terms of watching them and watching their behavior during the breeding and the nesting and the stage at which they're looking after chicks the parents do this very unique food pass whereby the the male I'm not sure if it's always the male that's up high and the female down below, but certainly they do this thing where one of them, I think it's usually the male will be carrying some food, will drop it down to the female mid-air and she will catch it mid-air. So she'll essentially be kind of flying upside down because she has to have her legs up in the air to catch the food that he drops and then she'll take it to the nest. So that's really cool. And actually is something that I saw It's literally the first thing I saw when I first got a good glimpse of of, um some of the harriers that I was watching so uh that was really special. They also drop the food straight onto the nest and also just to sort of little I don't know they might just build a pile of food somewhere and just yeah get food drop it there and then take it to the nest. So where can hen harriers be seen? Well I mean obviously that's gotten a lot trickier as the, over over time because they're now so rare but generally hen harriers live in open areas with low vegetation so in the breeding season UK birds can be found or well, UK hen harriers can be found on the upland heather moorlands of Wales Northern England, Northern Ireland and Scotland as well as the Isle of Man and in winter they move to lowland farmland lowland farmland, heathland, coastal marshes, fenland and river valleys so I guess let's just I'm just gonna try and explain to the best of my knowledge why they are rare so um, hen harriers are on the red list which means basically they are just one of many birds bird species that we have that are really really at risk of extinction the really devastating thing about hen harriers is that so they've become our rarest breeding British raptor and it's due to illegal persecution my understanding of this is that certain birds of prey such as such as hen harrier osprey goshawks peregrine that take or eat other birds have actually been targeted since since like victorian times by uh, by people who run or partake in the activity of shooting because one of the species of birds that they are known to eat are grouse and grouse chicks which essentially are used as the target for the the said shooting. So uh, hen harriers, it seems in particular, are easier to shoot because of the way that they fly, which is low to the ground. So obviously, because they are they are uh, ground nesting, literally the way you know they the way that they fly and the way that they hunt, which is really low to the ground, the way the way that they fly on over open moorland. Yeah, it essentially seems that they are easier to shoot than, I guess, other birds, which... But basically, the shooting of hen harries is illegal. It has been going on since the Victorian period, and um, uh, it still goes on to this day. So it's a real, real shame, and it's not natural, basically, that they are kind of disappearing. They they shouldn't be, and it's all, it's because they are being illegally shot. So, yeah. Why am I here? I am here to <laughs> to survey the the birds that we think we do have um, up here on this particular reserve in Scotland. So my day to day has involved. essentially, I wake up and I head out in a four by four truck with survey forms. I have a I have a, a map for I tend to go somewhere different every day, but I have covered the same areas a couple of times, um, just so that we can, you know, have a good understanding of these certain areas. Yeah, I drive out in the truck and I essentially sit either in the car or outside on the ground and watch uh, one particular expanse of area for either Uh, three hours or two hours or two and a half hours and I'll generally do two surveys in one day that and then yeah and then I head back and then the rest of the day is is mine to do as I wish (laughs) so you know this this generally has yeah this has been really fun and very interesting doing it on my own it's been I think a really good learning experience So in terms of the truck, (laughs) I have to admit that uh, I don't actually drive that often in uh, in Brighton. I don't have a car of my own and I was particularly... I was quite apprehensive about driving a 4x4 just because I've never driven one. But I got here and it turns out it's an automatic and it's just been so much fun. (laughs) I've literally just been rolling around in this (laughs) uh on you know because I the you know the reason we need a 4x4 is that I've actually been going on down a lot of dirt tracks I'm not on a main road pretty much all the time so it's been necessary to be in a 4x4 these these tracks can be a little bit bumpy but it's you know despite my apprehension and my anxiety it has been a lot of fun and I'm actually after three four weeks of driving this i'm actually going to really miss it i think it's been really fun so yeah i get out to my vantage point spot um where i'm basically going to be parked for three hours and i sit and watch and look out for harriers every time i see one i have to make a a, i record it on a, a map that i'm given so i sort of you know I mark on the map what I've seen whether it's a female or a male what kind of behavior whether it was hunting whether it was passing food to the other parent or to the nest um, whether it was being mobbed or whether it was mobbing which obviously means when smaller birds are feeling threatened by a generally a larger bird they'll sort of in, in numbers they'll sort of start kind of flying at it to to put it off and to to deter it from probably a nest that they have nearby uh so sometimes the hen harriers will be doing that to others other birds and then sometimes birds will be doing it to them but i actually haven't seen any mobbing activity activity related to the hen harriers anyway so yeah i sit and watch and record what i see on the map uh how many times I see them, what time I see them and for how long. I also have to record things like the the weather at the time of the survey, whether there was good visibility, literally like how many clouds, <laughs> the sort of cloud cover in the sky, the wind, what direction it's blowing my visibility i mean if it's raining i guess like, it might be poor visibility and if it's obviously clear skies and sunshine then that's a that's obviously a, a good day yeah and uh that's that's generally what i record and i tend to do 2 to 3 hour surveys before moving on to another spot i also if record other birds of prey that i might see so uh osprey i've seen merlin and I've also seen golden eagle um which is super cool. They were so high up that i don't I can't really say i yet I'm yet to sort of really really see a golden eagle but um i as in I definitely have and I've recorded it onto these onto these surveys because it's also useful for them for the the people who then process this data. Uh, it's all useful to them, apparently. So <laughs> I'm just doing what I'm told. Um, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. So, and uh, I've because I've been here throughout most of June and a bit of July. Got I've basically been surveying. At the point at which, if there have been successful couplings, they would generally have nested by now, and also probably have eggs or chicks even sorry not eggs they they would have the 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 eggs would have hatched and they they should in theory be this is basically at the stage of the year in the year where they would actually have chicks if they if they were successful in breeding so there were people who did a similar who did similar work to, that I'm doing they did it a couple of uh, like a month before me and they were watching the harriers at the point at which they were sort of courting each other and probably building nests but yeah so I've yeah I've just basically been here at the stage at which they've probably more likely to actually have chicks and you it's interesting because actually I'm not I mean I'm not going to give away any of the data I've actually found because it's actually really important that well unfortunately because of the fact that they are persecuted a lot of this information is actually like top secret it's it, it's important that it doesn't get out because they're so they're supposed to be protected and we're you know we want to look after them and we don't want to give away their location so so yeah uh it's uh it's actually not necessarily something that i can <laughs> talk about but anyway um that's pretty much what i've been doing up here and uh it's been i've had a blast actually uh, even though i've i've in the, the hours where I'm doing the survey, I've been mostly... It's just been me and the birds and nature. <laughs> um, but I've been able to be... I've been sat in these most incredible places where literally I, I look out across me and all I can see is just, well, nature and mountains in the background. And I've had the smell of... Uh, you, know, you know when you're in nature and you're just really appreciating you sort of, you you stay still for a bit and you kind of, you think about what you're seeing, what you're smelling, what you're hearing and you're kind of just in the moment and sort of, this is uh, very different to what I do on a day to day basis for my work. So I've definitely enjoyed being outside every day and taking in the spectacular views of the highlands and uh, the the sounds of the birds. I've basically been (laughs) followed by skylarks for the for for three four weeks and if you know what Skylark sound like you know you know that it's quite a treat to just have that as your background noise every day um so yeah it's been great and uh i don't know if this episode is this is even worth an episode or if people will find this interesting but i'm doing it also mostly because uh people kept asking me (laughs) am I gonna am I gonna do an episode about my sabbatical so that's this yeah hope uh hope that's been interesting um and if anything I hope it's a raised awareness of um you know our literally our rarest breeding British bird of prey they shouldn't be rare it's because of humans that they are so yeah if you ever do see a hen harrier it's a privilege really they're uh really cool birds <laughs> so yeah that's me signing off hope you've enjoyed that <laughs> and uh see you for the next episode bye thank you for listening to this episode don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and if you have any birdie questions you'd like me to explore in this podcast you can get in touch by my instagram at winging it with holly